Good morning, everyone. It's uh, seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. It's Saturday. It's February 10th, 2024. It's a Super Bowl weekend. Tommy Galop, your morning mayor, in the house. Shame and Tom and half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada, with his camera blinking on and off. So I don't know if I'm getting him or not. <laughs> yeah, I got to reset my computer. I'll call you back. Well, it's okay. You can be on the phone, do it at a break at the bottom of the hour. All right. That's what I'll do. Yeah, I'll just leave you on the phone. And Oh, and this is the week of uh, Valentine's. Valentine's Day Valentine's is coming be up. Out there. Yeah, we got to talk about that for yeah. in just a second. But first of all, Shane, it's World Pulses Day. Did you Were you aware of World Pulses Day? Yes, because I, I check my pulse every day. I, you know, okay. I'm well. an avid pulse lover. Yes. <laughs> Okay, well, the theme for 2024, uh, this is from the U.N. Pulses Day is a U.N. thing. And uh, pulses, uh, the theme for 2024 is pulses nourishing soils and people. It highlights how pulses contribute to soil health and provide rich nutrition high fiber and low fat chain so it doesn't explain what the hell pulses are but well that, you know my, my my neighbors complain i i i they call it a foot hole well i don't my know back but, door here, but yeah. it, 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 it's my yeah. pulse hole i go out there and yeah. stand mm-hmm. there for 10 or 15 minutes and check my phone out yeah i guess i don't know it's a yeah. top I, I, i'm thing, one i'm one with the earth thomas yeah well, Every day. that's you that's for sure <laughs> Hey, it's also Teddy Day. Uh, four days before th- uh, Valentine's Day, you're supposed to give your loved one a stuffed animal or a teddy bear or something to show your undying love for that person. So we hope that everybody will get out there and get their teddy bear done. And it's also the year of the uh, it's the Lunar New Year, Shane. The uh, Chinese New Year uh, is today. That's right. Yeah. Did you check the animal out for this year? I know what the animal, uh, the animal this year is the dragon. So. Oh, it's the dragon. It's the dragon. Yeah. According to the Chinese Zodiac, each year honors yep. an animal. There, there are 12 animals, the rat, the ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, uh, dog, and pig. And uh, the Vietnamese are slightly different. They honor the cat instead of the rabbit and the buffalo instead of the ox. But according to legend, it is believed that God invited all animals to bid him farewell before he departed from Earth, and only 12 showed up, Shane. (laughs) Well, the others others were on Noah's Ark. Well, no, the... uh, (laughs) What uh, God hadn't invented Taylor Swift yet. Uh, the, That's correct. The, yes. They would have been there for that for sure. So, all right, Shane, it's Super Bowl weekend. We got the Chiefs yep, and, and uh, the 49ers. And Nora's going to track Taylor Swift's jet from Tokyo to Las Vegas, 12 hour flight. Absolutely. Plus, you know, she loses half a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, coming from Asia, she'll get back before she left, so it'll be okay. That's right. She'll be going against the time because yeah, when I and came this after I, a yeah, when I came back from four Vietnam, day run of we, her concert in Tokyo, Tokyo. When I came back from uh, Vietnam, we landed in Hawaii thirty day thirty minutes before I left. So, 
just so you know. That's how the time works yeah. in that direction. Taylor Swift will have seen over four times more people in her four concerts the last four nights than the people sitting in the, in the Super Bowl in uh, Las Vegas, Vegas. Yeah. Well, the 49ers are two-point favorites, Shane. Uh, that's nothing. That's a tie game for all intents and purposes, I guess. They're both playing on the road. They're both not sleeping in their own beds. They're both not in a familiar locker room. So, uh, But let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with the award-winning Tom and Shane. What's going on? Good morning from the... Uh big stick where we just got some fresh snow. Glad yeah, we got to lay here, too. <laughs> um, by the way, pulses, that's a crop, like chickpeas, lentils, and such. Oh, all right. Yeah, and that's why, you know, you don't check the pulse of a soil because there's no pulse. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, here I had my fingers on my yard all morning, and I couldn't find anything. So that's my problem, I guess. Huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder why some days I feel like soil. No, oh, no, no heart. Shane. Come on now, Shane. You know, soil is dirt, and you're not dirt. You're you're one of the Swiss Army knives. So sharpen them babies up, because I believe today, today's going to be uh, quite the day. Yeah, I've got, I've got. You, you mentioned Chinese New Year is the year of the dragon. Watch out! Yeah, this could be. Yeah. This could be year. This could be the year the dragon actually starts to roar and breathe fire. So I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm more worried. I'm more worried about the armistice in uh, Korea because. Oh, really? uh, you, well, yeah, because if North Korea does anything to attack South Korea. It's an armistice. Everyone that was involved in that war has to send troops to defend South Korea. World War. There you go. World War. Boom. Overnight. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, come on now, Shane. Enough is enough. We have enough wars. You know. Um, well, no, it's not, I, not, I agree with you, but I look at it, you know, from what, what could be the worst situation globally. Because clearly the Democrats want a war. Well, they always have. You know, I had a friend of mine call me, uh, wish me happy birthday, which was yesterday. And he well, said, happy birthday to you. Well, thank you. And, and, and he said, Jerry, you know, the wars, the world's are really getting, it's a crazy place. And I said, oh, really? When did you just discover that, son? I mean, come on. It's been that way for quite some time. Yeah. And, 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 and he's finally waking up, I think, hopefully. Um, it, but it's. It's just a sign of what people are, you know, the people's mindset. And I just wanted to make this comment. You know, this uh, special prosecutor, her, he says Biden can't stand trial, but he can lead. He can lead the country. That, that doesn't make sense to me. How about you? Well, <clears throat> well, Shane and I have a radio show. What sense does that make? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, at, le at least you're on the radio, guys, and we appreciate it, all of us out here, <laughs> including, the sem yeah, including the seminal texters. But, you know, <laughs> yes. this, report, this report has uh, uh, placed the U.S. in a very precarious position in a dangerous world that is looking at this. They, they just see what, you know, what this <clears throat> um, chief executive that we have and our commander in chief, and he did mention that 
President Biden violated the Espionage Act. And, and I think it was Mark Levin yesterday went into detail about this. And yes. one of the worst things, one of the worst things was he, he, he revealed some of these classified documents to a ghostwriter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, he had a ghostwriter help him with his son's book. Hmm. I, oh, with his son's book. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the, look, the, the one thing about this report that's really strange, and I'll, then I'll, because I, I was shocked. I, I, I think the Democratic Party and Biden are finished, but I, I could be wrong after watching that news conference. But having said that, it's incredible to me that this guy goes through this whole process, which is so debilitating and insulting and what people accuse me about saying nasty stuff about your government. This was a guy that was hired by your government for two years to do this. But the one thing he didn't say was, well, we can't, we can't charge him because we can't indict a sitting president. Right. But, but he, he, he did a, he didn't put it in the report. Yes, I know it. But, but basically what he's done is a Comey. Just like Comey did with uh, Hillary that, Clinton. Exactly. What do you mean you yeah, can't die a sitting president? What about Clinton? No, he was. Well, they he, didn't, was they, he they didn't indict him. him. They tried to. Well, they impeached him. Get rid of him. Yeah. With impeachment. Yeah, That's yeah. what the, your founding fathers put a provision in your constitution under the executive clause how to remove a president for high crimes and misdemeanors, even a parking ticket which we've talked about dozens of times. So there's already provision in there. But I, they, you keep hearing this comment about with Trump, well, you can't indict a president. Well, no, that's why you have the, you know, this clause to impeach him. Anyway, I, I found, Jerry, well, that quite strange. Well, I did too. And But the, the, the key thing is he did violate the Immigration and Naturalization Act. And I think one of the talk show hosts, and I can't remember who it was, it may have been Dan Bongino, and he pointed out the particular section and everything, and he read it. And to me, that's 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 an, that's a, that's impeachable. I mean, he he could be impeached or inquiry. And speaking of impeachment, are they going to revisit this thing on Mayorkas? Yeah, they'll do another yeah. one. Yeah, for all the good oh, it'll they do. Will. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's why that congressman went back and sw- switched his vote from. Yes to no, so they could bring it to the floor again. Yeah. Okay. But what got me was is a particular senator from Oklahoma, ex-military as a matter of fact, and I don't think he ever read the bill, but of course he voted no, mm-hmm. along with a couple of others. And that's why you had the tie, I believe. Yeah. Well, a tie would be a loss, and you couldn't bring it back. So the other congressman, as Shane uh, rightly pointed out, changed his vote to yeah uh, to no. So they can mm. revisit this that it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a tie vote because ties go to the go to the uh, file thirteen yeah so oh, oh okay you know mm-hmm. and there's a lot of speculation that um, uh, Michelle Obama may want to get into this or they may mm-hmm. pick her during the convention or something I don't think so I really mm-hmm. don't think so because simply well if you're if you remember, she she didn't particularly like hanging around the you know in Washington D.C. As a matter of fact, she tried her best to get the heck out of there yeah. whenever she could. So I don't I don't. Well, think this is going to so. be as bad as 
1968 in Chicago. Remember Mayor Daley and his dogs yes. and police and rioting yep. people with the Vietnam War, and they get yep. into the convention hall, and it's a mess. And, and then they, yep. in the 11th hour, they pick McCarthy, and then he picks a senator who ends up having to be replaced because he, <laughs> he, he had shock treatment for mental problems. Do you remember all of that? I mean, we thought we'd never see anything like I think the convention this year in Chicago is going to be a, a zinger for the Democrats. Well, and I I believe that they'll they might pick a woman like Gretchen Whitmer. Yeah. You know what I mean. And then, and mm-hmm. another thing, also, I don't when you if you're nominated to be the president of the United States, you're going to have to show your earning statements sooner or later. And I don't believe that Michelle Obama would want to disclose her earning statements. Probably not. No. <laughs> Now, every year as president, you have to disclose um, uh, all um, source of income. Uh, Trump's right. was 104 pages, the last one that I looked at. So just to wow. give you an idea. Yeah, but his Mar-a-Lago estate is only worth $18 million, Well, which yeah. Is about the, yeah. yeah, which is... Which is about the price of a parking lot now. Yeah, he's got about ten uh, golf courses that uh, plus <laughs> investments all over the place. So yeah, he's not yeah. hurting for money. Uh, and, and and let's let's get think one thing clear. I don't want to hear any of these seminal texters calling in and saying he was a convicted rapist or yeah. he was convicted of sexual assault. <laughs> the last two trials in New York were defamation and slander, and that right. was it. Okay, yeah. and they were civil cases anyway. And there's a good possibility, gentlemen, since this report came out, there's a very good possibility that they might drop the case on the, the document case. They mm-hmm. might. It's not a sure thing, but they if if, if well, they, no, they they, they they have to because they've set the Justice Department set a precedent with your president on this. So, oh, really? You know, they. they Oh yeah, with what what he's what they've already admitted that he did it. He had him, and he they couldn't had him. they couldn't try him. They couldn't charge him because they couldn't try him because he's not mentally proficient. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Hey, gentlemen, I have one other quick question. There's a commercial going on out there for this outfit called Y Refi, and can you explain what that is? What the Y Refi for your uh, home loans? I don't know what it is. It says invest in Y refi, and then it's not your investment isn't um, based on the stock market or anything else like that. And if you want your principal, you will receive it back without any loss. And I'm thinking to myself, well, what the heck? If you're investing, you're supposed to make some sort of a, a profit. Where does that go? Well, you'd think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what well, why refi is, and not that I'm going to, you know, throw mm-hmm. any money at it. I was just curious. All of a sudden, you see a ton mm-hmm. of commercials for this outfit. Well, it's the Chicago it Atlantic Real Estate Finance Incorporated. The share stock's fifteen seventy four, and um, market cap of two hundred eighty six million shares. Um, so it looks like it's been up on the way up at least uh, from the uh, uh, the one day, at least last Friday at least. Huh. So, so you're basically investing in real estate. 
Well, it doesn't really say what it is, at least not in oh. here anyway. Let's see. Um, oh, great. <laughs> see what wow. else I can find here. Uh, the excitement uh, of investing in a company that can reverse its fortunes is a big draw for some speculators. So even companies that have no revenue, no profit, and no record of falling short can manage to find investors. But the reality is that when a company loses money each year for long enough, its investors will usually take their shares of their losses. Uh, loss-making companies are always racing against time to reach financial stability, so investors in these companies may be taking on more risk than they should. So it sounds like they're advertising to get dough because they're uh, they're failing. So <laughs> that would be that would be my guess. Uh, <laughs> so, Tom, if you're losing money and you got a radio show, you, you could do some damage. I could do some real damage, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You remember the uh, 60s when uh, DJs, uh, their contracts were up, they used to lock themselves in the studio and they'd play the same song over and over and over again. <laughs> so, I don't know if the lock on this door works or not, but I... <laughs> <laughs> I could cut Bongino off and uh, just be on here all day. <laughs> I want my contract renewed. <laughs> One last thing, um, and I hope she's listening out there. And that's Nancy from yeah. Roundup. She made a she made a statement on Aaron's show that she's actually going to put her hat in the ring for running for um, um, uh, legislate state mm -hmm. legislature yeah. in her district. And Nancy, if you're listening, if I could clone myself. I would move to your district in a tent. I don't, I wouldn't care, and and I'd vote for you. Yeah. But I can't. Oh, you can go. You can just drive there. You can drive there and vote for everyone. Really? Every, 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 you know, Democrats do it all the time. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, oh, okay. So I could I could I could register as Mickey Mouse or. Well, go go to the cemetery, say. find a name, nah. go down and get yeah. a birth certificate, and. <laughs> You have the birthday, you know. Yeah, you knock yourself cemetery, out. You've got the birthday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, enjoy. You can, you can use enjoy. Shane's last four digits of his social security. That's right. <laughs> zero 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 zero. Yeah, See how you said it. Well, gentlemen, uh, and can I can I ask you? Did you see what the president did in this last comp press conference or whatever? Oh, he please! I, I'm. And then he came back. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I had. I know. I had to call my sisters. I was in a panic. Well, I just I couldn't understand if it was a Freudian slip because Sigmund Freud said a slip of the tongue isn't necessarily a slip of the mind. Right. And he said the president of Mexico opened up the gate over there in Giza. Yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah, and I'm. Th and I'm thinking to myself, now, hang on a second. The president in Mexico, actually, you opened up the gate in Mexico over here. So yeah. was that right. a slip of the mind or what? Yeah. Uh, any, anyway, I just feel that we have to hang in there. In other words, this man is maybe going to announce through the LBJ and announce that he won't run again. Mm. But in the meantime, we're still in a precarious position as far as I'm concerned. Well, we're going to talk about uh, Biden in great detail after we finish the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, okay. So oh, hang on way, to that. <laughs> I'm rooting for Andy Reid simply because he was, you know, the coach of the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles, and he re he really brought our team and is retiring. A, you know, good position. He is. Well, uh, they really? say he's retiring at the end of this year. So. 
Oh, wow. Oh, oh, well, I, I hope he goes out with a bang. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great day, good weekend, and God bless the both of you. All Stay right. Safe. Thanks so much, Jerry. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. You All bet. right. All right, Shane. Uh, Kansas City, I mentioned they're both road teams. Uh, Kansas City on the road, uh, they were 6-2. Uh, and two. The uh, 49ers are 7-2. and two. The uh, points allowed, 298 for uh, 49ers, 294 for the Chiefs. So it's a pretty even game. Uh, two point uh, to the 49ers. Uh, they're, they're the home team, I believe. Uh, well, they're considered the home team, but, you know, obviously uh, they're not at home. <laughs> but anyway. So. Well, what, what have you always said? What, 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 what wins championships? Defense. Yeah. There you go. Who's got the best defense between the two teams? Yeah. Well, 49ers, Kansas I think, do uh, on paper no, anyway. No, Kansas City's got it. Kansas City's got them beat on the defense. So we'll see if it holds up. Well, we'll find out. But um, I don't We're know. We're going, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll certainly uh, find out. But we're going to talk about it uh, a little more because uh, I was I was uh, in uh, I was in Kansas City's uh, wheelhouse until Monday night. And when we come back, what happened? I'll tell you what happened when we come back <laughs> and why I'm changing my okay. vote. <laughs> All right. Let's go wrap it up for this segment. Hey, thank you for joining us. If you want to be a part of the big show, 522-TALK is the number. 406 is our area code. The only one in Montana, 406-522-TALK, 8255. You can text us at 406-478-8298. And you can also email us at tom at kmmsam.com. We'll be back with more right after the news. Stay tuned. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's February 10th, 2024, Super Bowl weekend. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Should be a pretty good game. The uh, Chiefs are uh, the are the uh, uh, 49ers are the favorites by two points. So basically, it's a tie game. So that's right. Now yeah, it, should, it should be an interesting game. The, the big difference is, you know, Mahomes has a $60 million contract and that Brody guy is $850,000. He, he, he's the irrelevant quarterback. Well, Mahomes doesn't have a $60 million contract. He's he's number seven. I looked it up last night. Oh, okay. he, he's number seven. Oh, it's Jackson. It's Jackson that's got it, right? Or, no, it's the guy from... Uh, oh, you, Golf from uh, from uh, Burroughs from Detroit. Burroughs, Burroughs. Oh, right, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Burroughs from are Cincinnati. Yeah, Burroughs are number one. Yeah. Okay. Well, as I mentioned, I was in the Chiefs' corner until Monday night. And what happened Monday night? Right. Well, Monday night was the Grammys. Taylor Swift won Album of the Year for the fourth time. Shame. That was amazing. So yeah, that was amazing. Yep, and she deserves it. Well, yeah, I'm not taking anything away from her at all. She's worked her butt off and is a good businesswoman and has uh, no scandals and 
you know, done anything stupid uh, most of the time other than, you know, uh, they claim that she'll probably endorse Joe Biden, but all of her songs have been no, about she picking, won't. All, all her no, songs have won't. been about picking the wrong guy. So we'll see. Yeah, she won't pick. The, no, she won't pick the Democrats. They stole her library. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but well, anyway, you know, what's that? That that guy's name that financed, you know, Black Lives Matter and Antifa and you know all the prosecute Democratic prosecutors. What's his name? Soros. Yeah, he he in a private equity fund talked her her uh, manager into selling her. Uh, we talked about it, you know, her rec- her music for fifty million dollars. Oh so. yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with Biden. No, but they're all Democrats. <laughs> I I don't make that connection. <laughs> oh okay, <laughs> I don't think so. But well, anyway, as a business person, I think she does. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, the person. the um the pressure on Kelsey is going to be immense uh, because of her win on Monday night. And I will, I will quote you Kelsey's own words on this, Shane, to back me up. I told yeah, he her. Yeah, did a news conference yesterday, yeah. Do you want to let me do this or not? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just agreeing with you. Go, do it. I told her that I'm I I'm encouraging you. All right, keep talking. Go ahead. I wasn't talking to you. I was encouraging you. Tell everyone what Kelsey said in this press conference. I will if you'll shut up while okay. I while I talk. Oh, is this where <laughs> you I keep hang talking? Up? You keep talking. I told her that I will have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with some hardware too. If he doesn't come home with the hardware, oh man, I don't know, Shane. That's. That's tough. <laughs> hey, look, they both—they—they're both, they, both good-looking people. They're both in the best, the prime of their life. They're both in businesses where they got to be away from one another. So they—they they, they already know right up front it's a, you know, mm-hmm. the, the long-distance relationship, and that works for them. So you know, let, let them have a good time while they are. You know, if it if it. If it improves, great. And if it doesn't, that's okay, too. <laughs> well, I don't have a problem with that. But um, what uh, I'm, I'm just telling you that, uh, man, he's going to have to have either an MVP game uh, or uh, it's over. So I, I think the pressure on the um, Chiefs is going to be more uh, than they can overcome because of Taylor. That's my oh, position. I don't think so. Okay. These guys, are, okay. you know, they came back in the last part of the year and got their offense working properly. Defense has been good and kept them in, in you know, in the in the. Didn't have anything to do you know, with that. It doesn't. Whatever happened during the year has nothing to do with any of this. Oh, okay. It doesn't. I mean, you know, uh, Playing, playing athletics at the college level, I will tell you that what you did in the regular season when you go into a tournament has no bearing on what on anything. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. believe you on that one. Good. Yeah. Good well, the, yeah. the average person will spend 86 bucks on Super Bowl food and drinks, Shane. What do you think? Well, I say the, uh, <laughs> you know, they're, 
what is six hundred thousand people are going to Vegas for it? Of course, that doesn't matter. You got over fifty thousand rooms, or mm. uh, I mean, whatever you're talking about. You got over two hundred thousand yeah. rooms, or whatever. And then on top of that, you know, six hundred million is being bet on it. People oh, yeah. are betting, you know, that Kelsey will score touchdown before Kittle. Well, we'll see. I guess. <laughs> we'll see. That's why we watch it. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Call your own with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Well, that's Clinton. It's snowing out here at the Four Corners. It's <laughs> snowing in both. Towns. Snowing here. Snowing on my way in. Okay. Well, Shane, is it snowing in, in Canada? No, we have some snow on the ground from the clouds, but uh, clear sky and sunny here. Yeah, well, I was just kind of curious. I guess we got a little weather front coming in, which we need pretty bad, the moisture, I guess. But anyway, I called this morning, and who, who's going to win, the Chiefs or the, or, or the 49ers? Chiefs. 49ers. Oh, you're both split, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't picked that. I haven't uh, thought about it too much, but I think maybe the 49ers myself. There you go. Well, I think they've they've got the most uh, the most tools. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Right, Tom. Yeah. Well, here's what I called about. I said this one time years ago when we were in there at the Grand Tree, and mm-hmm. I think it was the Grand Tree or the, uh, or the one of the motels. I forget which one it was. And we talked about UFOs. Yeah. I did. Remember that, Tom? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, the night with Tom and Shane. Yeah. Well, in 1967, that's the year that me and my two hired men seen the UFO. Yeah. But that was also the year that uh, they shut down all the missiles in, sil- in silos and stuff around Great mm-hmm. Falls and Lewistown. The UFOs shut them down. Unidentified flying objects. And there's something that's been kind of bothering me about all this. I was wondering why they did that. <clears throat> and so I kind of figured it out. Right now, as you know, Tom and Shane, they're replacing the missiles that are in our silos with newer and better ones. Well, I don't think we'd ever use them, but if we did, Tom, when you went to Vietnam, uh, did you ever go into Japan at all? I went into uh, Tokyo on the way there. We came, we the stayed at there. Camp Zama in uh, Tokyo on the way to, uh, we went there, we went to Guam, and then we went to um, Vietnam. Have you ever seen what an atomic bomb does to the land? Well, I've seen pictures of the before and after of uh, the, uh, you know, uh, Nagasaki and uh, Hiroshima. Oh, I've been to both places, and it turns it to glass. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, hot. It's yeah. a lot of heat. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is uh, if we ever use these missiles that we have in these silos, whether it be us or Russia or or whomever, mm-hmm. or North Korea, they got them. So does, I think, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pakistan's got them also, and India, and every, hell, everybody's got them. Iran. <laughs> if, we ever used, 
Israel. Now I'm going to I'm going to go out here and I'll get a lot of bad comments probably on this. But I think if we ever tried it or did use it, I think them folks from up there in the heavens, wherever they're at, would probably try to stop it because what we would do is destroy the whole world, our world anyway. And uh, so I don't can't understand why our government wants to replace these missiles when they know damn well if they were ever used, that'd be the end of all mankind. So can somebody explain this to me and tell me why? You know this this uh, why they're doing this, and is it for strength to make us a, a big shot in South in the world? What is it, Tom? Do you know? Well, we've got to be the biggest dog of the meat house, otherwise you're going to be attacked. You know, um, I mean, you've you've the uh-huh. Reagan Reagan uh, had the idea that uh, you know if if you had a military of such size, it would be unthinkable to attack because you would be annihilated for that attack. And that's, uh, I think, the thinking of America has always been that way, that you have the most powerful military in the world as a deterrent for anyone to attack you. That's my thinking on it. Now, I don't know, Shane may have another another point of view. What's your opinion, Shane? Well, I, I agree with Tom. It's peace through security. But, you know, the whole cold world, the the Cold War was based on mutual assured destruction, and yeah. and at that time there were somewhere between seventy five thousand and a hundred thousand nuclear weapons in the world. And so the START treaties that uh, Reagan initiated and everyone sort of agreed to since then has reduced that you know to less than ten percent of that. You know, so it, it, it's just one of these things that. It, as as uh, we know from history, as military builds its its strength in a country, it, it becomes necessary for anyone that may be or thinking of being in conflict with them, mm-hmm. strategically well, like- or economically or politically. That you know they got to have the they got to have the same toolbox. Well, it's kind of like uh, Reagan said: peace through strength. Well. Is this a strength when we put these new missiles in the in our in our uh, in the ground in our silos and stuff? Is that the right thing to do? And now here's another thing that's bothered me. That's one thing I don't think we should be doing that myself. But here's one other thing that's really bothered me. How many Chinese did they say that crossed the border, Tom? Well, there's quite a few that they've. Uh, well, we don't know how many got away. You know, that didn't get caught, but there's been quite a few caught, certainly. Well, they about 35,000 they, they, they caught, yeah. They 30, said 35,000. According to the TV, what I seen on TV, they said there was about 20,000 Chinese that came into this country, and them 8 million people that supposedly come across that border. So what does that say to you? And they're all of military age. Well, yeah, they're... They're, they're ready to go. Well, we've already seen in New York City what's going on with them. Well, it's kind of bothered me. I don't know if it's bothering you or anybody mm-hmm. else out there, but I'm kind of looking at the bad side of it. I hope, I hope I'm hope i wrong, but uh, all hell could break loose in this country if we keep allowing these folks to flood into this country like they've been doing. And then, these, and then uh, I think about the... The, the atomic weapons they're putting in the ground up here in Great Falls. And God, I don't know. They might be doing them down 
down in Kansas and, and in them other countries, uh, states too, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is, I don't know about you guys, I've seen what they can do. I was at Hiroshima and Nagasaki both, and boy, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, it's not good. So mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted to hear other people's opinion. Maybe I'm crazy, I don't know. I'm an old 89-year-old man, but I might be crazy, but I don't think so. And if I want somebody else that that's on this radio, you know, you and Tom and Shane and whoever else is out there to answer my damn question, what they think. Because we're in a precarious time, don't you think, Tom? Well, I think we are. We're the, we're the only country on the planet who has ever resorted to nuclear weapons. Right. Yep. Yep. I've seen well, we're, we're, in a precarious, we're in a precarious position. We have been since uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The U.S. the only country that's ever used a nuclear weapon, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I I would have to say that uh, anyone that uses one will become extinct. <laughs> well, I think the, well they claim if you uh, if they sent up one into the atmosphere up so far, it would shut the power grid down probably forever. That's well, it's possible. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, electromagnetic. Yeah, force, it would have yeah. to be. It have to be around twenty five hundred feet to, for the electrical magnetic pulse to have that kind of effect. It, it, certainly over the northeast or north central United States, but most of these are, are targeted to go off about five hundred feet above ground anyway. But the reason they have so many is because they, they're not sure that ninety percent of them will go off. That that was the the Cold War problem, but they've improved the triggering mechanism, you know, in the last 50 years and 60 years. So, um, you know, they've improved that average to maybe 10 to 15 percent, but that's still enough to destroy the world. Well, they claim that uh, if you set one off the at- in the atmosphere, uh, it would uh, destroy the whole damn electrical grid pretty much around the world. And no, it, 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 it would be... It, it would be it would affect the grid in the United States within a fifty thousand or five to twenty thousand square mile area, but that would override the grid and cause it to shut down. Oh well, I don't know, but I know one thing for sure: if it uh, if they ever set them off at a high altitude, you know, uh, I think we're going to have some interference from them guys up there in the sky somewhere, but. Anyway, I I was just curious what you guys thought about it, and if they set it off, let's say at two miles up in the up in the atmosphere, you know, it's only ten thousand feet, or maybe yeah. hundred thousand. What would happen? I don't know, but it scares the hell out of me when we're putting in new missiles in these silos and stuff, and with the borders wide open and these Chinese people and others coming in here, I think we're in a precarious position, and I want to hear what other people have to say besides. Me yapping on the radio here, telling what I say. All right, man. Thanks for the call. You betcha. Bye. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, I. All right, uh, Thomas. I'm skyping you. Okay. I uh, I see you. And let me click you. Okay. So clicked on you, but we'll see. There you go. See, see if you work. Hmm. Huh. 
Anyway, we got you on okay, the phone. Well, so, well, <laughs> and I'm calling again on Skype. So well, see if you see it. Don't you wait till a break at the top of the hour, but okay. whatever. Well, the other thing we got to talk about: uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, of the Chiefs promises his uh, Chiefs teammates uh, he's going to bring them all back to Las Vegas for a big celebration if they win. Shane, so. Why not? Yeah, why not do that? He, 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 he can afford it. He can afford it. Yeah, why not? Sure, <laughs> what's, yeah. The, what's the problem after all? <laughs> exactly. That's a pretty good deal. I mean, yeah. I mean, these guys during camp and everything, you know, they all go out after a workout and somebody picks up the, you know, someone lays down their credit card. Yeah. Sounds like a winner. It's, <laughs> why not? Yeah, it's usually the, the captain or. You know, I was stunned yeah. to have Jerry tell me or suggest that the coach, the coach for the Chiefs, would retire after this year. That that would be too bad. Well, that's the that's uh, I don't know if it's official yet, but that's the um, that's what that's they've the been, rumor. That's what the rumor they've been talking about. I mean, it's been on the news really? all week. Yeah, yeah, that this wow. may be uh, they this may be uh, it for him. You know, go out and. Uh, Go out in a blaze of glory, I guess. And you, why not? Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's only well, three Super Bowls. Well, yeah. <laughs> why not, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, 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 yeah, go ahead. No, I, I, I was just saying that uh, I, I answered you, so it mm-hmm. should uh, come on. I, I just find it amazing because when you have one of these, Mm-hmm. teams that seem to dominate because of the quality. I You, you look at the Eagles. It, it's so sad because uh, it's not the same team that won the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Kelsey on the Eagles team, their center, you know, he retired after 10 years. But it's just... Uh, well, he's been making that... noises. He may not retire, too. So. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Because I thought he announced it. He anyway, he the did, point I'm trying to make is his mind. <laughs> yeah, the, the point I'm trying to make is is what's remarkable, and the person that proved this was Tom Brady because you know he he left New England and went to Tampa Bay and they won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So it, it's incredible how important the quarterback is. It, he handles the ball, the ball more than anyone else. Right? True. Yeah. And then, of course, it's the refereeing, too. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I would predict in two or three years, it'll all be AI. Now, the, the refs will be out there just doing the 10 yards and moving the sticks. And I, I don't think they'll be calling penalties for much longer. Than, no, they won't know. be doing that. Not, not, I mean, not AI, three years. Yeah. Maybe 50 years, maybe. But I mean, it's AI now, right? Well, we're in the we're in the Alexander Graham Bell phase of AI right now. <laughs> I mean, we are, you know. I mean, that's I, good. I, no, I just I love the analogy, you man. No, that's I good. I use it every week. I love it. You know, I mean, it's making me money, so I can't, I can't <laughs> complain. 
true. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's uh, well. You, they always say, "Oh, we're, we got to go to New York to check all the angles." Well, the mm-hmm. the, the only thing that's uh, capable of doing that in a matter of seconds is a is an AI computer. Come on, or a a computer. Either way. Well, I don't I don't have a problem with AI running the computers. Uh, you know, that's no problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Well. We're getting up at the top of the hour here. I wasn't going to spend this here much time on everything, but <laughs> let's see if we can get one more phone call in here, possibly before we got to go to break. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Morning, Tom and Shane. This is another Tom. Hey, Tom. Uh, based on turnover statistics mm-hmm. in the NFL, yeah, uh, San Francisco is the likely winner. All right. And then I need to do. I need to do a correction on Shane. Yeah. And he will take defense at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is only one referee in a football game. Yeah. There are not referees. They are all officials, and you have officiating. You do not have referee. Right. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it's an optics. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, we always, we always talk about the officiating of the game and the officials, so. And they got seven of them, I think, that are out there, besides the referee and umpire, line judge, back judge, side judge. I I don't know what all of them are. I don't remember what all of them are, but there's there's the worst a, the worst position for an official is the umpire. Yeah. Because he's he's in the middle of the defense. Yep. Yep, he's the one that can get bowled over, hit with a ball or <laughs> Well they they were actually Okay, offense is when they're doing passing. Yeah. Uh, they will actually try and rub off defenders on uh, yeah. the umpire. Use a, use the umpire as a screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I got to go, Tom. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Thanks yep. for listening. All right. All right, Shane, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. We'll be back. We got to talk about Biden. <laughs> if I can remember to talk about him. <laughs> when we come back, we'll be doing that. So. Stay tuned, and we got to talk about immigration, the cost of immigration. We got to talk. We got a lot to talk about today, so we'll be back with more right after the news at the top of the hour. So don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. It's uh, eight minutes after the hour, nine a.m. Mountain Time. It's Saturday. It's February tenth, twenty twenty-four. Super Bowl weekend. Tommy Galuff, Bozeman's unanimously elected Saturday morning mayor. Shane Matalbin, half man, <laughs> half amazing, is on with me as well in Witless Protection Program up in Canada. So, well, Shane, we got to talk about Biden. Um, oh, aren't you excited? I am excited. I I was glued to the TV on Thursday watching. Um, yeah, you know, this is like the Indianapolis 500 when about 17 cars go nuts and they all start flipping <laughs> over. This is this is what I this is like a car wreck you can't look away from. <laughs> no, that's right. It's it it was just horrific. Yeah, because it was continuous. It's not like he made a mistake. No, I mean, he the, the whole thing was a, a mistake. Everything, yeah. the whole thing. Well, uh, I mean, when I, he when he started to reference, you know, what was going on in Gaza, and then said he was the one who got Izzy to 
you know, of the president of Mexico to open up the border to let, I mean, it just, it, and then it continued from there. It just. Yeah. Well, CC's the, uh, Egypt guy, not Mexico. So yeah, yeah that's just, the, that's the issue there. So, well, yeah. the question is Shane, well, two things, uh, that, uh, stood out to me is one, uh, this is Biden's um, Department of uh, Justice. Why would yes. they put out such a scathing report on, you know, they're the commander in chief? Where's the, where's the. Well, it, it's not really the Justice Department. There's a special prosecutor that was appointed two years ago by your attorney general. Yeah. So he doesn't, he, he works for and is paid by the Justice Department from funds allotted him from the House. But he's supposed to be wholly independent. Well, supposed to be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but then it goes, once he turns in his report, which, yeah. you know, if he was to recommend some prosecution, then the Department of Justice would review it and make a determination if they should proceed with a prosecution or not. But instead, he said, yeah, he's guilty. He willingly did this. He knowingly did this. But he's too old, and he, he would be a, you know, a difficult uh, defendant to, to prosecute because, you know, he has no memory. And, and, and then he, got, he put right in the report what he couldn't remember, you know, when he was vice president, when his son died, you know, and on and on and on. So he... he it just went from bad to worse. And then, of course, you had the Supreme Court. That was even more entertaining. That's the first time in 32 years that we've actually heard a hearing live with the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the Colorado uh, lawyer hired to represent the state and the Secretary of State of Colorado who pushed this to take uh, Trump off the ballot. They, they, they just sounded like a couple of gnomes, Tom. I, it was mm -hmm. the liberal, the four liberal justices that cross-examined them. I, they, they were all, at, I mean, they're all throwing softball pitches like, help me, you know, agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 but even the soft questions they asked, he didn't, or she didn't answer. You know, they, they went to their talking points. No. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, the other thing uh, that that stuck out from this is, I I think it's, I know you've thought from the very beginning that Biden wouldn't make it to the election. Right. Uh, but I, I, you know me, I, I think and write stuff down and triangles and lines and, you know, the positive, the negative at all. I, I, I don't see how they get out of it uh, with, without it just getting – I mean, the vice president, you know, she's polling less than him. Well, I know. That's the, that's the issue, and that's why I wanted to kind of go over some of the scenarios that we could talk about here, Shane, that um, oh, okay. the, the issue is um, coming up in two weeks, uh, we've got South Carolina and Michigan, uh, both, uh, well, South Carolina's the Republicans, the Democrats have already had theirs and, uh, Michigan will be coming up on the 27th. 
But after that, March 5th is Super Tuesday. So if anything right. is going to happen, you would think uh, if if they're going to have Biden step down or whatever they plan to do, they 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 need to do it pretty quickly because new ballots that have to be printed in all these states <laughs> for the for the Democrats. Well, that that's the biggest problem the Democrats have is because. <laughs> You know, as we know from twenty, from two thousand twenty and two thousand two, you know, a lot of states have already mailed out tens of millions of ballots that mm-hmm. that may not be usable. Well, that's that's the thing. So, so, well, there's there's all kinds of scenarios, but uh, let's let's assume for the sake of argument that Biden stays in. Uh, the question, I guess, would be uh, a, contest, a contested convention. Um, even even if he had the 1,900 and whatever delegates he needs, um, supposedly those delegates are locked in on the first ballot. But the DNC could certainly rescind that rule if they wanted to. Well, my father lived to 89, and I watched him decline, like, in three months, you know, by 70%. And he basically, you know, he had a aneurysm and, and uh, held on for seven days in a coma and passed away. Regrettably, yeah. you know, a month before he was 90. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that and lived with it, the concern I have is watching what's happened in the last six months with Biden. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's getting bad. It's getting worse really fast. Well, it is. I don't and, think he. I don't think he can. I don't think he could. Could you imagine him trying to make an acceptance speech? Well, he could apparently. He can still read a prompter. But Not when, well. but we saw his. We saw how he is uh, impromptu in front of a screaming press corps. Um, you know, without his, uh, without his cue cards and without his uh, teleprompter. So, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's it's an issue there for sure, but but the the thing I'm wondering, you know, there's several scenarios. One is Biden could drop out, and you've got uh, Kamala and uh, Newsom could come out of the wings on the white horse, and you know, I don't think that's going to happen because Newsom I think needs to run in a non-incumbent race. I think he's. I think he's poising himself for twenty eight. Um, I don't. I don't think he's going to come out of the woodwork to save the Democrats. Uh, I think he'll let them do whatever, and you know, I'll be the guy in twenty eight. And Michelle well, Obama is not coming is, out either. She's not going to run. Uh, the other side of it is that the Democrats don't care who, that they lose the White House as long as they stay in control of the Senate. That that. Maybe that's where they, they throw all their bag, throw all their eggs in that basket, and mm-hmm. hope they get by. You know, it's not a down ballot vote. Yeah. Well, one of the things um, you know that I've said is going to be on the on the ballot. However, uh, the economy and uh, you know this ongoing uh, border crisis uh, might overshadow that. I doubt it, but. Uh, abortion is going to be in the ballot of all these states, and I agree with you that uh, their their objective is to keep control of, of the House and the Senate. Uh, 
if possible. And then it doesn't matter who's in, who's in office. You can stop any, you know, any legislation you don't like. Well, the, the Democrats are was confronted with the exact same situation, uh, you know, with uh, McCarthy and in uh, Humphrey and McCarthy in '68, mm-hmm. and and we, we you know we we saw what a mess that turned out to be because you know they they let they elected another Biden uh, you know the Republicans had a Biden run, mm-hmm. and so. It's it's just an amazing reality that in politics in America, it's an extreme event. It has to be an extreme event for change. Mm-hmm. Well, as one of the comedians said on um, uh, on Gutfeld, the uh, Biden could be the first president ass- assassinated by gravity. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but but I. I don't know the, um, the 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 Democrats have really dug themselves into a hole here because if Biden does resign, then you got Kamala. You can't step past her. You could run her and Gretchen Whitman, um, you know, together uh, somehow. You know, her as president, Gretchen as vice president, or the two against each other in the primaries, and we know. Uh, Kamala, uh, Kamala would lose that one. Um, well, if, if if they put uh, a woman, African American woman, uh, you know, who replaced Biden up again, I uh, I think the African American male vote would scream to the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural thing, even more so than it, you know. I mean, literally a cultural thing. It's, it, you know, African American men are very domineering. They're very dominant in the family, and that's why the mess in the African American family has been so horrific. We, we've talked about this. I mean, oh yeah, sure. From the the Jim Crow days, nineteen twenties to the nineteen seventies, the African American family was doing really well. I mean, there there are a lot of African Americans, billionaires out there, millionaires out there, but more importantly, they had businesses. They had hotels. They had they had clubs. They had their own businesses. They, they were doing terrific until Johnson came along. Yeah, yeah. The you Great know? Society and, and ruined America. The Great ruined. Society ruined the American Black family. Yeah. And, yeah. And now you're seeing the, and I think it's a well-defined way of stating it. You see the. Democrats destroying the nuclear family, as they call it. Right? Yeah. And they're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see because uh, I think uh, I think Joe's performance on Thursday, uh, if there was anybody that had any doubt uh, in his ability to govern, uh, well, that's been put to bed. Uh, you know, well, you I, seem pretty calm about it, so I guess I can remain calm after... What, I mean, I just, my my mind was spinning when I listened to him, especially mm-hmm. after listening to the Supreme Court justices in the morning. Yeah. I mean, that was fascinating. That I love the cross-examination that went on. And then you have this report come out, and then you have him do that evening press conference. And yeah. in one day, it's like the entire world turned upside down except for one purpose. Yeah. Well, no, for one purpose, one person, it turned right side up, and that was Trump. 
you know, he, he's won the case with uh, Colorado because that's gone. That's nine one uh, eight one nine zero. That that's gone. That's yeah. gone. If there's a dissenting vote, it'll only be for someone to be able to write, you know, write write up the, what the dissension was, so that Americans know that, you know, there was a dissenting opinion. But otherwise, it's nine zero. Then this report comes out in the news conference. Trump looks great. Now the case in Florida falls apart. Uh, the case in Washington has been delayed indefinitely. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's just like the sun. It's follow the yellow brick road. No. Follow the yellow brick <laughs> I mean, Trump is heading down and wondering to know who's going to be his lion, his, his tire, tiger, and his scarecrow. Yeah. Well, the two. Oh, and uh, his running mate. Yeah, the two cases that uh, Trump couldn't pardon himself from, Georgia, if there's anything that happens oh, in Georgia. Gone, but uh, Fra Franny uh, Ellis is on the chopping block uh, because of her actions with a staffer or whatever. So that may go away. And the other one, of course, is in um, in New York, The uh, you know, the that case. Uh, well, she'll resign. And the governor's Republican, so instead of you know picking a crazy woke Democrat, mm -hmm. you know he, he, he'll he'll pick someone else who will say we're, we're not proceeding with this. There's nothing really here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A phone call asking for more votes is not a criminal. Uh, look, a, a lot of this effort by the Democratic parties was a specific strategy. Mm -hmm. It was like we've talked, and you've said. In 2016 and even 2020, they wanted to use sex against him, and they tried to point, you know, paint him as a extremist and a racist. This was a legal effort. They came up with four or five efforts of how to go after him legally to make the American people believe that he's, you know, unfit legally not to run or even be president. Yeah. Now that's all fallen apart, and everything that he said reminds everybody what they did to him when he was president, you know? Yeah. You know, tried to impeach him twice and for bogus stuff. And this all turns out bogus, too. So the huge winner this week, Donald Trump. He's, he's well, it would certainly seem like it, uh, you know, dominated in Nevada for whatever that's worth. Uh, there, well, he knew he'd win. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't anybody on the ballot and... and um, Haley lost to none of the above. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they want, don't want any of the candidates. 47,000 people voted for somebody other than the the uh, two, uh, two uh, and, Republicans. And if he just ballot. beats her by 10% in South Carolina, mm -hmm. just 10%. Yeah. I mean, the polls they're saying are 30, and those are yeah. state polls and regional polls. Sure. And, but if, she, if he just beats her by 10%, mm -hmm. he, he, you know, she's over. She's finished. People yeah. have wasted their money. Well, coming up, but you uh, you know, you've got this pack comment about uh, you know Biden's top super PAC received new dark money. So I guess everybody they didn't too. watch the news <laughs> conference. So here we go. <laughs> here we go, buddy. Well, as I mentioned, uh, coming up on the twenty fourth of February, that'll be a Saturday as well. Uh, so yeah. we'll be able to kind of. I don't think we're on too early to report anything to you, but. Uh, South Carolina's got 50 Republican delegates up, and um, so that 
that's the big test as to whether uh, now Haley says she's going to stay until Super Tuesday. So, you know, I, I guess we'll see, uh, you know, um, if she's got the money to continue on. Uh, I don't know if she does or not, Shane, but, um, you know, it'd be tough for her. Well, she, she'll continue till Super Tuesday, but the interesting thing, and I checked, they, they, she hasn't filed for any other primaries after that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She still has lots of time, but she hasn't. Sure. You know, she hasn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, anyway, two weeks from today will be South Carolina, 50 delegates for uh, the Republicans, and then on the 27th, the following Tuesday, um, we've got Michigan, 117 for uh, the Democrats and 16 delegates for the Republicans. And then uh, March 2nd uh, is uh, Super Tuesday. And in March, you've got primaries on the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 12th, 15th, 16, 19, 23, and 30. So March is March is quite a... <laughs> Lion, March. Came out I'm like saying, a lion. I was gonna say it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lion uh, <laughs> thing there. So, so yeah, but um, yeah, Super Tuesday you got sixteen states in there plus American Samoa, and uh, then then it goes into uh, you know other states uh, going into uh, you know into March and April and whatever. And, and so, you know, as crazy as it sounds, and I, I'm gonna do this because I, I just. just what kind of reaction everyone gets. So the ticket for 28 is two governors, governor of Florida against the governor of California. That, 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 that'll be the Republican democratic ticket. No, uh, DeSantis is done. He's over. No, he's done like dinner. No, he'll run in 28. No, nah, I won't. Yeah. Not going to happen. Nope. He'll retire <laughs> in beautiful Florida and smell the coffee and the pina coladas or whatever they got down there. And he'll, yeah, now he can afford beachfront after, you know, raising yeah. money to run for president. Well, I agree with you that he will, um, that Newsom will run in 28. I think that, I think he's poised to go there. I do not think uh, he's going to go in there against Trump because um, I I think he's just too far left. Uh, California doesn't really like him all that much, although he would carry California more than likely. Uh, but uh, still... I, I think he's going to sit it out till 28. He's still a young guy, plenty of time. Um, if he can, if he can turn California around, uh, then you know, got something going. But other than that, yeah, don't think so. Well, it's it's tough for the captain of a ship to, you know, to take mm-hmm. to not you know take it off a, you know, yeah, the ice. I'll I'll be gentle. The ice, yeah, and try and turn the ship around and go the other way. Amen to that. Well, the White House went on attack Friday against a special counsel report that gave Republicans and critics of President Biden new ammunition to go after his age and fitness for office. Uh, Ian Sams, the spokesperson for the White House uh, counsel office, who rarely appears in the briefing room podium blasted uh, gratuitous uh, passages uh, in the report by special counsel Robert Hurd that characterized Biden as an elderly man with memory memory problems. So we'll talk more about that when we come back. So, Okay. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Hey, we still got a full hour and a half to go, so don't go away. Hey, we've got a lot to talk about here as uh, 
as the morning goes on, uh, we got to talk about, uh, well, <laughs> we have a Montana ski area that was open four days, no snow. <laughs> Trump's 14th Amendment case at the Supreme Court. We've also got New York City. They're handing out $53 million in prepaid credit cards to illegals. And we'll talk about the cost of illegal immigration as we go along. So stay tuned. A lot more to come. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's Saturday, February 10th, 2024, Super Bowl weekend. Tommy Goloff, your morning mayor in the house. Shaman Talman, half man, half amazing. In Kamloops, Canada. I am. Okay. Whoa. Where are you? Where are you? Where uh, are you? I, I, don't, I don't know where I am. <laughs> well, turn something down because you, 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 you got a lot going on there. <laughs> that my computer. Yeah, it's uh, on my third leg. I tell you, you got to get rid go of that, that thing. You got to get rid of that. Yeah, I, I need a new one. You right. need a new one. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I know. Well, in local news, uh, Matt Rosendale going to run for the Senate. Makes uh, makes that Big official. Mistake. Well, Big I think mistake. so too. Yeah, I think. Uh, but it's a big mistake for two reasons. One. Um, He's wasting money and time running against a great candidate for Senate, number one. And number two, the junior senator is in charge of the Senate elections in the U.S. So, you know, he, he's not even listening to the junior senator who would become the senior senator if he if he happened to win. Yeah. So th this is a terrible political situation in your state by the Republican Party who has one of these. Typical politician that has no interest in anybody else but himself. It's all about him. Yeah. So, Rosendale, you're a flunky. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well, Trump gave Sheehy the, uh, his endorsement, which may, may be the death knell for him based on past performance of uh, uh, Trump. Uh, endorsing candidates in the past couple of elections yeah. <laughs> that may be the that may not be what what he wants yeah. but we'll see but yeah i i agree i think uh uh i don't know uh the these two going head to head might be a good thing i don't know um but um i don't know a, a lot of folks in montana haven't been in, in matt's camp um you know he I think he was elected rather than we, we we want anybody but a Democrat. So Matt is the next best thing. <laughs> so we'll. Well, I, I, I think the tough thing mm -hmm. for this mm -hmm. situation is it's as bad as the presidential election. Yeah. The testers, mm -hmm. this is their term. Uh, so that works against him because yeah. he really shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Number two, he has no legacy. Uh, he can't claim that the military or veterans as, as a legacy it's not mm -hmm. when he when he let so many other things that would have been far uh more important politically and economically for the state of montana i i'm not saying the veterans aren't, aren't important they need to be cared for of course they do we all, we all agree on that 
But, you know, he had the power of the pen and the vote to yeah. tell the president and the Senate and the Senate majority leader, go stop it. You know, I, I'm voting against it. Yeah. And he would he could have had total power for four years, Thomas. Yeah. No, you're He would have had to right. do it just once. Mm-hmm. And he would have had total power. He, he could have been the majority leader for, of the Senate for four years. Yeah. Well, Rosendale uh, voted against uh, certifying the 2020 presidential election results. He helped uh, oust Republican House uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Um, his appearance to lost another round of broadsides against his main uh, uh, election competitor, Tim Sheehy, uh, who is a Republican businessman from Bozeman, announced his candidacy for the Senate last summer with the support of GOP leaders, including Senate uh, Minority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell and Montana U.S. Senator Steve Daines, and plus he picked up the endorsement of Donald Trump. So whether any or all of those will help him in the general election or they in the primaries, I guess we'll just have to find out somehow. That's right. And you and the, and the terrible thing is you won't find out until June. Well, that's <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> Idaho's ahead of us, Shane, by about two months. Well, yeah, but so is everything else. I mean, that's true. Is Biden around? Does Mm -hmm. Trump get, you know, get the the right side of the law? Yeah. (laughs) Is Haley still in? Most of, you know, 80% of the primaries will be done. Yeah. I mean, uh, no offense, but the the only primary in June that anyone's going to pay attention to is California. We all know that. There you go. All right. Let's get caught up on our app chat and our text lines uh, from our app chat line. Comer has nothing. If he had checks, show them or shut up. He's lying and auditioning for a cabinet position. Well, Comer showed the checks. <laughs> he showed the four hundred thousand yeah, dollar check, the forty thousand dollar check. So he's shown the checks. Oh yeah. But as I said last week, uh, you know, put up or shut up. You know, this guy's been hanging out for a year and a half and keeps saying he's got all this stuff. He sounds like Adam Schiff, uh, you know, taking on Trump. So if you got something, get it out there. Well, it's true on that side, but they didn't expect everything else that would cause the presidency of Biden to collapse mm-hmm. like it has. Well, so, you know, this has always been a political play. I, 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 that's been my mm-hmm viewpoint you know from the beginning as i call it you know the biden dumpster fire yeah so i i just always have saw it as something to keep the the notion in in front of the american people that Mm -hmm. the biden is running a family crime syndicate in in the government and has been we now find out from this investigation of his of his files since he was a senator but can't remember yeah i know yeah no, nope, we don't know what's going on there. So, uh, from our app chat line, uh, AM fourteen fifty KMMS on your smartphone. Morning, Tom and Shane. Uh, Bruce here, menace from Ennis, listening uh, on the KMMS app. Looks like Matt Rosendale is va- is vacating the seat in, Cong- in Congress and running for the Senate against uh, incumbent John Tester, uh, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Boy, uh, Mitch McConnell's boy, Tim Sheehy, has got a good start uh, on Matt, but I believe uh, 
I believe, out with Mitch and his lackeys. And, uh, yeah, a lot of folks aren't too uh, happy with Mitch McConnell. And... No, he, he should be gone, too. But, you know, this Rosendale thing, the, the other issue about this is wrong. The, 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 he had, like, what, 80%, 85% chance of being reelected congressman. Oh, now, now you yeah. have to go through that process. Yeah. Now, now you're going to have to have, you know, somebody else run for his seat that he's going to give up to run yeah. for the Senate. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, yeah. For the benefit of our listeners who may not know, the entire House of Representatives uh, is up for re-election every two years and one-third of the Senate. So uh, that's, that's, how, right. that's how these things uh, work. So. Uh, we were talking earlier. When they talk about term, let me throw this in. When you when you when all these people talk about term limits, it's all a misdirection because the term limits are in there. Every two years, you have a federal election. Yeah, like you said, the entire Congress and a third of the Senate, and uh, senators are six years, so they rotate out. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it takes six. It takes three cycles or six years for all one hundred senators to have to run again. Yeah. And the president is election is every four years. Mm-hmm. Well, those are term limits. Yeah, you may not like them, but the founding fathers saw that and created it mm-hmm. in the Constitution. Yeah. So when people talk term limits, I, I you know, I just well, I they just did do term limits. Uh, term limits really didn't come along until um, uh, Roosevelt, FDR. Well, that's right. That's where they put that into law. Now, the and problem, then, yeah, because yeah. that's right. And, it, mm. it, it, and then they reduced the term limit for the president to, yeah. to, to eight uh, years. Yeah. Eight years. And, and, and then the 25th Amendment. Yeah. Well, the other thing um, re- regarding the term limits, uh, if you're going to have term limits, and I, I, I think the reason people are shouting for term limits is because 86% of incumbents go back. You know, I mean, it's not my guy. It's the guy in uh, New Jersey. It's the guy in Wisconsin. It's the guy in Texas. That's my problem. Not my guy. (laughs) So, so yeah. Now, if you are going to have term limits with the uh, with the Congress uh, with the uh, House Representatives retiring every two years, every one of those people who are voted out. Uh, or would be term limited out would have a pension. So you're going to have to do something with a pension because every two years, if you got 200, uh, you know, congressmen term limited out and they get their pension, uh, you're going to, you're going to make the uh, deficit worse than it ever was. So well, should Trump win again, he will have created a new generational view of this because in, in 2016, when we were on at the time, there were 140 million registered or eligible people to vote in your country in federal elections. Mm-hmm. And only, you know, 70 million showed up, 80 million showed up. Yeah. But, you know, with him in, in Clinton, you know, it, it was 120 million. Yeah. And then in 2020, it increased even more. So now all of a sudden you've got a, the, the millennials and the our generation and what's left of the great generation now um uh, you know 70 percent are voting where before it was like forty percent so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, 
from our text line, 406-478-8298. Pulses, we were talking about pulses earlier. It's a National Pulse Day or something like that, or International Pulse Day. Uh, Pulses are considered peas. Yeah, peas, lentils, and chickpeas, often called garbanzo beans, healthy for the soil, adding natural nitrogen back in the soil, often used as a rotation with wheat. And that's from our good listener, Kenny. And thanks for signing your text, Kenny. Well, that's great, Kenny, because now I know what you're talking about, because my father loved garbanzo beans. Yeah, garbanzo beans, pretty cool stuff. His mom put them in everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the French the French use capers and the Italians use garbanzo beans. Yeah. Uh, a correction, Shane, uh, when um, we were talking about uh, Biden showing uh, uh, classified documents regarding a book, it was Biden's memoir, not his son's book. Oh, oh okay. I'm, I'm and that's my understanding, it. too, that it was for his book, his well, memoir, not uh, not uh, not Hunter. Well, the interesting thing about that, too, that came out on Thursday, or on all of this, is the, the ghostwriter for his, his book uh, taped it all. But apparently he then threw away all the tape. Well, I have no idea. Don't know. haven't heard that. Yeah. So. We'll find out, I guess, at some point. All right. <laughs> Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Thomas Joel. Hey, Joel. Got, got a couple of comments. Your, your, your complaint about Comer is uh, not really complete. That mm-hmm. uh, The only people that have a, a real say in this next election is the voter. And even if he uh, gets somebody impeached, you get the judge and jury on the other side, i.e., the Department of Justice, and the, and, and and so uh, that that's not going to go anywhere. So the the voter is the only one that can really make a de- a determination of what's going to happen. <clears throat> and then and then where Biden is concerned, who who would be easier to beat? in an election than Biden. Keep him on the roll as long as you can. Yeah. No, I agree. I think he's going to stay in, unfortunately, for the Democrat Party, but we'll we'll see. Um, Biden Biden's road to re-election, in my estimation, if he lasts till November, <laughs> if gravity doesn't get him before that, um, is the abortion issue in the various states. Well, there's so many issues that with the economic issue is something that hits Democrat and Republican alike. So, and I spend all day listening to the radio mainly and hearing that the black population and the Hispanics. Yeah, thank you. That that they're they're going more for uh, <clears throat> the Republican idea. What it amounts to is, is whatever Democrat runs is is bad news because they got bad ideas, and uh, and then then some of the times they got bad people too. So uh, 
no matter what Democrat it is, it's the same deal. It's it's they're they're all going their uh, economic uh, thoughts are bad for the population, bad for me. Yeah, so, <laughs> and I don't think I'm alone. I think I'm among millions. That's true. <laughs> that you are. Okay. All right, Joel. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. All right. Yeah. Uh, Shane, regarding the economy, um, while it affects us, is it is the economy going to drive me to the voting booth like abortion will? It already has. Well, I don't know about you know, that. Corn, corn inflation is at 3.2, so you're still at 12 to 15% inflation. Yeah, but, but I'm living with that. I'm, I'm, you know, is well, that going to change? Is that going to change? The price of corn flakes going to come down of, if Trump's elected? Um, you, you, you may think that it's not affecting you, but it's affecting. It's affecting me, but I'm living with it. It's affecting me. I don't like it, yeah, but, but I'm living with it. And if I well, if I elect Haley or I elect Trump, is now you're uh, talking. Can I talk, please? You asked me a question. Can I answer? Well, I thought you did, but go ahead. No, I was. You keep interrupting me. Oh well, sorry. So the 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 problem that you have is that uh, it's uh, threefold. Um, it, it, this is a global problem, so it, it comes back to the U.S. as well. Um, you're you're seeing the literal collapse of the market now in China. It, 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 it's China's now in a in a depression. They don't know it because they, they don't know what one is is like or that you know they're a capitalist society now, basically run by you know communists. But the fact is, is it, it's collapsed. Uh, the, uh, unemployment in uh, 18 to 35 year olds in China now is at 65 percent. And uh, you have now 600 million people in China over 60 years old. So th- th- they know the numbers, but they don't want to admit to them. Uh, their economy is in the dump. Uh, the real estate economy is gone, which built the country. That- that's what created this machine for them. But it never became a, con- a consumer, you know, consumer population. The 400 million people still supporting the economy in China. Uh, they're, not, they're not buying Chinese. They're buying anything else. In Europe, you, you've got the same problem. Uh, they were saved from, uh, you know, major recessions in, in the different countries. Uh, but inflation is terrible in Germany. It also is double-digit. Britain is double-digit. France, double I mean, Rome, Italy. All, all the major countries in Europe are being hurt. Uh, the confusion over climate control and what it really means is one that people are having, are scratching their head at and, and saying, you know, you, nature is natural. It's not man-made. So it, you may want to say it's man-made to raise money and try and do something about it. But when you look at the billions, look at globally trillions raised for climate, you know, change, and, and none of it's gone to reinforce the, Ability for people in Europe to put out fires. I mean, that, that's something that simple. You, you you look at the storm that hit Los Angeles this week, um, and and the result of it, you realize that it's nature's natural. 
Uh, finally, politically, the, globally, when you look at people and the positions they're taking in South America, Central America, uh, Europe, everybody's moving away from the left, away from the woke, and, and more right. So back to the United States. Again, you still have the same thing. Um, the bottleheads on CNBC are talking about how great the, the uh, debt situation is. It's not. Uh, they come on every week with the debt report of, uh, uh, you know, the Treasury Department's offerings for debt, and it's still, you know, 25 to 30% of it's being bought. So most of that are pension funds or institutions or banks, um, states, corporations, and countries that still hold most of the, you know, $7 trillion we've talked about for their own ability to trade with the United States. So, yeah, that and the commercial real estate market is falling into a depression. We've covered it now for four weeks. Uh, the highlights are uh, commercial real estate in New York City is down 40%. Uh, square foot charges have dropped from 80 to $600 a square foot to $35 to $85, while they're still you know, higher end square foot charges for different buildings. But, you know, uh, so all these things are, it's a, the perfect storm. And uh, Bidenomics, while they keep touting it, by March or April is, is not is not going to be uh, <laughs> widely believed any any more than it is now. Now I'm done. Well, I'll ask again. Will any of that crap uh, send anybody to the polls voting for Trump or Haley or, yes. or somebody else? I don't yes. think so. And it, it will move the African-American vote his way. It looks like it's going to be over 20%. If it's over 15, he wins. Not Just there. Chance. Uh, the Mexican American Mex, Me, Mexican American vote is moving thirty five percent. If that's if that's even ten to fifteen percent, he wins. And now you've got the you know Generation Z. You know they went to school. They have this, this debt, and yes, Biden's trying to buy them off by saying they don't have to pay it. But that doesn't help them because they can't find a job. So you know they, they really you, you know, a lot of good people out there that are young that want to work. They're not lazy. But if you can't find a job that's paying you a basic salary of fifty to $60,000 a year, you know, 5000 a month, you know, you're, you're lucky to have parents to live with because you'd be living on the street. And they, and they know they're, they're one doorstep away from living on the street without their parents because they can't afford to buy yeah. in, or rent anything. Well, I still don't believe the economy is going to send people to the polls because they're just living day to day. Uh, they've become accustomed to it, Shane. They they've become accustomed to the inflation that's, you know, that's there. Gas is gas is going back up again, uh, you know. But still, I I I don't. It's going to move some people, but I don't. I I. Unless people can make the connection that Trump or Haley or whoever it is, JFK Jr., uh, Marianne Williamson, uh, is going to make something better uh, and they are convinced that they're going to make something better, I don't think the economy is going to turn anybody out, but abortion will. And uh, all the states are battling with that. 
and we saw it in 2020 how powerful it is and that does get people to the to the polls so there we are that's my that's my well 2020 was biden was in a biden in a basement so there was nothing else you know but that for the republicans to talk about and i I agree with you that abortion is a big uh subject um when i see what happened in 2020 with the senate elections and you know that idiot senator from south carolina graham yeah you know what what he said what two three weeks before the election we're going to take the senate back and and we're going to do federal legislation about abortion. And yeah, right. he's the one who ruined the Senate election. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Anyway, I think someone's on the phone. They are. If you'll talk to him while we're gone, I will get us out of here. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for this segment. Hey, we still got a full hour to go. Shane will be chatting with a caller on the phone, and uh, I will return after the news. Stay tuned. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. It is uh, seven minutes after the hour of 10 a.m. It's Saturday. It's February 10th, 2024, Super Bowl weekend. Uh, Tom and Shane on the air, and we are happy to be here with you. And let's see, Shane, do we have a caller still on the line? No. Ben, ben had to move away, but he was calling to comment that he agreed with me that the economy in and war are the, the, the two concerns that he thinks Americans are going to go to the poll to vote on. Okay. Uh, let's see. From our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS, uh, don't read any text because that might hurt your ratings. Do you really believe for one second that anyone <laughs> here in this building gives one rat's ass about our ratings? <laughs> <laughs> They, what they're looking at is, hey, there's a guy down there that's working for free, and uh, he hasn't created any waves, so I guess we'll just leave him there. So, <laughs> And he's popular, and people listen. We have great ratings. So right. We thank all the listeners that, that, are, you know, that are loyal to us. Yeah. We hey, we were, we, we were the number two radio show, only being on that's once right. a week in the Bozeman Magazine Reader Poll with 30,000 entries. So, uh, so anyway, please don't read any text because that might hurt your ratings and hurt the feelings of your listeners to learn they've been lied to. <laughs> well, <laughs> what been lied to by us? I don't think so. I don't think that. I don't so. either. Yeah, I don't think so. Now, because we record everything, you know, if we were lying, uh, then you'd be able to say, <laughs> hey, on uh, April 7th, of, 215, uh, you know, whatever. Hey, Tom Make and Shane. Make when you say that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <For> all... <laughs> Excuse me. From our text line, 406-478-8298. Hey, Tom and Shane, I noticed you two avoided commenting on Clint's question about the UFO stopping the mother of all bombs. <laughs> That's for our good friend Jerry. Yeah. Oh I, no, I was just that we've commented on it before. Yeah. And um, if you saw the movie Oppenheimer, which mm-hmm. I thought wasn't a very entertaining movie, it was informative. But you know, he he was right, the destroyer of worlds. Look, mm-hmm. having the capacity of nuclear weapons is a universal weapon. So a- any any species that exists or does it, it, that it, that exists out there 
understand the power of a nuclear weapon. You know, now, what, what could be different from that? Well, something more electrical, like a beam, a laser, you know, uh, uh, something that uh, um, has to do with light. You know, they could be perhaps more powerful. Maybe one day we'll find out. But, yeah, I, I, I think that uh, uh, his comment about UFOs is right. And I've, I've always said for, what, 10 years, Tom, you've heard me say that, that the greatest number of sightings occurred after, you know, the uh, Trinity test and the, the first nuclear weapon. Mm-hmm. And so if, if they're out there flying around and they know we're one of maybe more than one species like them, you know, they'll probably keep tabs on us because we now have the capability of, you know, uh, uh, defending ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's no different than what we talked about earlier about, you know, nuclear weapons within and uh, mutual assured, assured destruction. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, uh, music is the language of the universe, I think. Numbers are the uh, science of the universe. And uh, the nuclear weapon is uh, the weapon. It's a, it's a universal weapon. Well, my feeling on uh, UFOs have always been, I don't doubt there are things in the sky that uh, we can't explain. However, I do believe, based on the fact that it took millions of years for the Earth to cool and get an atmosphere and do the other things, and then it became... Hundreds of millions. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. And it also took uh, many thousands of years uh, for life to appear and for intelligent life to appear. And conditions didn't have to be perfect for just a few years. Uh, We're talking about conditions have to be perfect for millions of years uh, for this to happen. So based on that, I don't doubt there's life on other planets and uh, maybe intelligent life on other planets, but the, uh, the... ability of those people to reach us is pretty pretty damn remote in my opinion well i'm not so sure about that look we we know from geology anthropology archaeology and other things that we talked about that there have been five confirmed extinction level events well you know uh one from an asteroid um you know and two from what does that have to do with extraterrestrial life well i let me finish. So the, the bottom point of all of this that's so amazing, what a miracle. In all those events, 98 to 99% of all life was wiped out on the planet. And But it came back. It took millions of years, but, you know, it's all come back yeah. and renewed itself. And in the fifth time, in the fifth uh, recovery of, of, a, of, a, of an event like that, which, you know, we... we Science tells us it was a nice age. You know, we were a nice planet up to 75,000 years ago, which doesn't seem like a lot. But anyway, having said that, you know, it's, it's pretty remarkable. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing what uh, this galactic, you know, uh, existence and, and this galactic eternity may unfold. Yeah. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you are on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Good morning, boys. Right on John here. John, how you doing? Oh, crazy as a loom. 
uh, well, you, you messed me on up. I, I did see a UFO. Uh, I could almost touch the darn thing. It was that close. And we, we didn't, in the past, we didn't think that uh, we could uh, break the speed of sound. We did that when we were up to hypersonic speeds. And if you go back in history, even uh, pre-Anunnaki and uh, all the signs and symbols and everything still show uh, exactly, uh, yeah. UFOs. So they're, they're, they're here. Um, but uh, getting on here, uh, happy getting older day, Jerry, out there in Big Timber. And uh, on a fun note here, you know, it's it's sad but true. It did, uh, or it's just sad, but didn't Biden say his favorite team in the Super Bowl is the Molson Canadians against the Kansas City Bengals? Yeah, um, pretty much it. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, and for, for Clint... Um, the, uh, the rockets and missiles that we have here, it's its called peace through strength, um, having that. Um, and uh, with the EMP, it would only be temporary because it just basically wipes out the batteries and some computer chips and two things like that. Um, let's see here. The, I was really uh, impressed with the Supreme Court. Uh, they, that uh, The leftist lawyer there just got hammered. Um, and I'm not talking just from bourbon or whiskey or anything like that. Uh, um, the stock market, oh my God, it's, uh, I think the S and P is the uh, highest it's ever been. And, uh, yeah. uh I, I, I well, heck, but from your winnings in the stock market, uh, on Facebook, uh, maybe Tom, you can buy me lunch. Well, no problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Went up 75 bucks last Friday. <laughs> uh, no. uh, uh, we could go Friday. Sorry. In the market, uh, I see it on the market. I, I, I'm projecting if there's something's going to happen in this next week, um, that they're going to have a major correction and it's going to drop lower than uh, uh, that it was before. A little bit more of a correction. Um, you know, with Matt Rosendale, I had more respect for him until he decided to run for Senate. I, I may have to run for Senate now uh, for Congress out there. <laughs> there you move, go. Move, move my motorhome over there. And uh, <laughs> some people that I'm talking to are uh, saying uh, instead of the cookie cutter a- answers, people want to hear what are you actually going to do for not just Montana, but for the country uh, instead of the cookie cutter thing. Um, I went out to uh, Tim. Sheehy's place there, one of his businesses, Virgil Aerospace, uh, looking for uh, a real high-tech job or doing stuff like that. And so I'm, uh, I've got, I'm in the works for maybe getting on to some pretty high-tech stuff. Um, we'll see. If not, I'll be a laborer and try and make some money in, uh, in time. And then um, the, with, with the term limits that you guys were talking about earlier, if they went with a three-term limit, you know, um, for a 12 or whatever on else, um, instead of two, mm. I think that that would, uh, the numbers would, uh, would match on up. And if they reach a certain age, I think you mentioned something about that, Tom, that, uh, 81 or something like that, then they, they're automatically turned out, you know? So There you go. That's, that's my fun for today. All right, so, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking to have a good steak with you on Facebook, you know, Tom. <laughs> All right. No problem. Thanks a lot. Have, 
All right. Have a good day. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, Shane, uh, uh, Teton Pass Ski Area near Shoto was able to operate just four days this season because of no snow. <laughs> wow. Let's take another phone call. All right. 406-522-TALK is the number. Caller, thanks for waiting. You're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Okay. Nobody there, I guess. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, four days. <laughs> the ski. <laughs> That's got to be tough on the people that run that place, Shane. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, especially the young people. You know, they well, yeah. they rely on that. They they rely on that seasonal work, and it, it's just a hardship, right? Yeah, it's just really hardship. Yeah. Well, we talked a little bit earlier about it, but Trump's Fourteenth Amendment uh, case goes to the Supreme Court. Uh, they'll. Uh, most of their uh, opinions come in June, but I think on this one, Shane, I think they're going to uh, do that. Uh, they're going to come back with a uh, decision quicker than June. Uh, so, oh yeah, uh, I, I, I look. They they sat down yesterday mm-hmm. and decided. They've already decided, and yeah. uh, the chief justice has appointed someone to write the opinion. Although I think he wants to write the opinion, so I think. Mm-hmm. As we said, I said earlier in the second block, I think there may be one justice that that uh, supports Colorado to write a dissenting opinion, and then he'll write the majority opinion. Mm-hmm. And I say before the end of February, uh, it's got to be right away. There's just too it, mm-hmm. it's too important. Um, when I heard one one of the uh, Kagan say to uh, these uh, lawyers from Colorado, so what you're telling us, one state can decide the presidential election. Yeah. And, you know, they, they just didn't have an answer to that. And, yeah. Well, uh, uh, what, is Texas going to kick Biden off and Florida kick Biden off the uh, ticket if that passes? I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. You're just back with the same problem, right? There you go. Yeah. Let's take another phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. Call your on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Hi, this is Chrissy, and I've been listening to you today. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, on your, you get this multiple thing about the text of um, who's being lied to and, and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I do have to question who's being lied to. Um I get a lot of my information from like Judicial Watch. They get the FOIA reports. Then they get more re- FOIA reports opened up than Congress can because mm-hmm. it's been doing this for a long time. Uh, you know, and then they're, um, they're, you know, then they send, send us stuff that's printed and, you know, that's in black and white. So I don't know who were they listening to. Maybe they should look at who they've been listening to and, and review that. Think about mm-hmm. who's been lying to them. All right. Yeah. Um, That's a great analysis. I, and and, and I, I'm glad you called to make that point because it, with what mm-hmm. information people have access to in the 21st century, you know, it's mm-hmm. just overwhelming. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. 
Well, and like Comer, Congressman Comer is a banker, and there's mm -hmm. other bankers now that are in Congress, and they know how to look. They do intrinsic mm -hmm. um, banking, and they know where to track and find illicit funds like Biden has been doing. So, you know, we have invest people are investigating that have real world skills. Um, you know, so they shouldn't be dismissing these people. They should be going, What? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> well, yeah, I, exactly. yeah I, I wish Comer would come forward with uh, something a little more substantial and, you know, more of a smoking gun. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know what he's waiting for, but. Uh, you know, unless he's, unless he's going to drop bombshells somewhere in the middle of the election. Um, yeah, well, we wish they wouldn't do that. Yeah. They'd just be upfront about it because, you know. Well, it could backfire. Just, could backfire yeah. on them. Yeah. But, I mean, the tricks that they've been doing for years, mm -hmm. you know, has always been right at the, you know, October surprise stuff. Mm -hmm. That You know, so. Yeah, that's been great. Yeah. But um, and then, you know, this thing about Rosendale, um, I think that it might be interesting. I, I saw an interview with him by Lou Dobbs last night on YouTube. It's a real recent one. And, you know, he has his reasons for running uh, for Senate. Um, and I think mm -hmm. that, you know, it's well worth listening to him. But, you know, it's like. It's um, hard to divide and conquer. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, you're better off to have just a front runner, but he has his reasons for not wanting to, you know, mm -hmm. go in places. She, she, he. Sure. There's a, there's a lot going on here. But, again, <laughs> Judicial Watch, they mm -hmm. get the FOIA request. They get it cracked yeah. open. They, so people, the lies can't, can't be covered up. You can't, you know. So I have, if I may, if I, I just want to ask you a question before you go. I apologize. I don't mean to interrupt you. But I um, imagine if you've listened today, um, I would like your take, being an American woman, of your view of is abortion more important to you to go to vote in this election or is the economy and inflation? Well, I'm a pro-life person. So my feeling is that um, I I don't want, you know, the economy is more important to me, but the pro-life situation is, um, you know, what they're trying to push people, you know, they've changed that argument about abortion and they've taken, you know, miscarriage is out of the out of the terminology in, in uh, abortion and, and um, they've used, you know, essentially a tragic situation and they've used that to prop up abortion. And um, so there are times that, you know, medically things are needed and, you know, medical health is needed. And they're saying that they're, um, you know, that, uh, being anti-abortion is being anti-health uh, mm -hmm. care, and that's not true. You know, so everything's yeah. pretty well twisted in this world. <laughs> so, I, um, you know, I was very glad to see that they 
the decision that the Supreme Court did says that it's not a federal thing. It should be within the state. I was very glad to see that. But now, you know, it's how we mm -hmm. deal with it. But we should have some very clear reasons and rules. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it's not a woman's body. It's it's a child. Yeah. You know, a fetus is a child. So. All right. My okay. Thanks. Guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. Well, the thing about abortion being on the ballot is that there is a correction somewhere. Uh, you know, either we're going to have this uh, situation. Are you going to vote yes or no? And I think that's what's going to turn people out. There isn't anything on the ballot that says uh, this guarantees to reduce the uh, inflation 10 percent or 5 percent or 2 percent. The abortion issue has a finality to it, and that's what will turn people out. And House Democrats are making abortion their number one issue on the campaign trail this year, as lawmakers bet the GOP's effort to roll back abortion rights will drive more people to vote for President Biden and congressional Democrats. At their uh, strategy retreat in North Virginia, House Democrat leaders uh, said that the uh, fight to protect abortion rights will rise above all issues. Democrats want to draw a contrast to Republicans both nationally and in the states as GOP officials in states like Texas look to enact even stronger anti-abortion policies. And I tend to agree with that, Shane. The other thing that is going to happen, I think, in this election Every governor has the right to call whatever kind of election they want and look to these blue state governors to uh, do mail-in ballots, uh, do anything that's going to favor the Democrat Party. Well, I, I agree with you on that, perhaps, but they're going to be in a real quandary because of printing. Uh, but with regard to abortion, uh, one comment I want to make about it is it's no longer a national issue. You, you make it a national issue by what you're arguing. Um, people will go out and vote about abortion because their state now will be making or wanting to have people vote on state legislation regarding it. So mm -hmm. abortion still has coattails because people will go to the polls if their state, if, you know, if they disagree or whether they agree or disagree with what their state is doing. I so, agree. That's what I'm know, saying. The, yeah. the people, well, no, that's not what you're saying. Yeah, it no, is. Well, no, it's not. So the, what will drive people to the polls is it's no longer a national issue. Um, it would be wrong for the Republicans to make it a national issue. It's now a state's issue, and that's why people will, well, if their state has legislation to vote on in the election regarding abortion. True. That's what I said. We'll be right back. Right after this. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. And it's Saturday. It's February 10th, 2024. Super Bowl weekend. Shane Tallman, half man, half amazing, is on the line. Tony <laughs> Galuff, your morning mayor in the house. And we've got a caller on the line. So let's take some calls. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Thomas Shane. What's going on? Hi, Tom and Shane. This is Steve. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Well, I think as a country, we're kind of in deep, you know, doo-doo. Well, of course we are. 
And uh, look who's running it. Well, actually, Steve, well, we don't know who's running it. Well, that's for damn sure. Because uh, I don't think it's Hayden Biden. Because he's he's uh, he couldn't pour piss out of a boot if the directions are written on the heel. The guy can't anyway, spell Bob backwards. That's right. Anyway, um, the problem with this whole thing is we send our children to the public school system, which is the tenth plank of the Communist Manifesto. They come out of there. They don't know what the Constitution says. They don't follow it, and they get away with it because the people don't know. The only way that we have a little bit is like call-in shows like this where we can at least talk about some of the problems because ABC, CBS, NBC is all controlled by the same people you pay your income tax to, which is the 10th plank of the or second plank of the Communist Manifesto. And so um, it's time for people to wake up and uh, – I don't know how that's going to happen, but it's. Well, I think this pretty... is a wake up year, Steve. I think I think this more than any other election, and maybe uh, maybe Shane uh, can weigh in on this as well. That I don't recall that we've ever had um, a uh, a perfect storm election where we have a incompetent president, uh, where we've had all these issues. Uh, we've got immigration, we've got the economy, we've got abortion, we've got uh, w two wars going on, uh, you know, all over the all over the world, and for all this to culminate, you know, in one place, um, I, I not in my history, and I've been through fifteen presidents. Yeah, me too, and. Uh... I I think it has to be this way in order for people to wake up because mm -hmm. the money changers have been running this planet for a long time and uh, they warned us about that December 23rd midnight 1913 two congressmen stayed back and voted in the Federal Reserve Act and we're not supposed to have an income tax but you know here we are. We didn't. We didn't teach it. They didn't teach us any of this stuff in our public school system. I believe on purpose, not that our common um, school teacher knew anything. But they sent them to the same um, school we got, and so they come out think they're going to educate the little children. Yeah. Well, doesn't work. It's not working very good right now, is it? No, it's not. Yeah, a lot of and people I are homeschooling their kids, uh, exactly as you're talking about. We've seen the FBI go after uh, uh, school board meetings, uh, parents as uh, terrorists, uh, domestic terrorists. Uh, you know, I mean, that, that alone should give you some kind of a sign as to the kind of uh, society that, that uh, you know, is being foisted upon us. Well, that's right. You know, and I just drove across, I went to see Clint and had coffee with Clint at his house, drove across the back way down Baxter, yeah. and you got these people living out there. They can't afford to uh, pay rent at mm -hmm. these, uh, because our, our money has been devalued so much mm -hmm. that um, 
they can't afford to live in a house. Now they're out there living in their trailers and these back subdivisions. And mm -hmm. uh, then the government don't want them out there either. Well, I don't know what, what these people are supposed to do. They can't. No. Our our money isn't worth anything, so they can't afford to pay rent, <laughs> and yep. we don't own anything in America today. Uh, you don't own your house, you don't own your car, you don't own anything. And anyway, <laughs> all right, guys, man. <laughs> at least we at least we can yak about it on this radio station. Ain't that the truth? For the opportunity. All right, man. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Yeah, this is Robert. Hi, Robert. Uh, we do have term limits. It's called voting. Right. And uh, it's just too bad that so many people don't have the time to do to educate themselves on who's running and who's not. And I mean, you have to do quite a bit of work and effort to get both sides of the story. And you can't make an opinion unless you hear both sides of the story. You know. No, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, that that well, we're so busy with work and our kids, and uh, you know the, I mean the voice is on, the views on. Uh, you know, we've got to watch these shows because we, you know, I mean can't can't use that time to research anything. I agree. That's what I said. No, I agree 100 percent with that. Another thing, um, carbon dating. You know, like. It goes back and everything. I'd like to know who calibrated that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, That's like that. Who was the who was the first guy to set the sundial? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and one more thing. Yeah. And then I'll let you go. Is, Tom, why are you so against the sales tax? Oh, against the sales tax? Well, I've been yeah. to states where the sales tax starts out at 4%, and then all of a sudden it's 10 or 8 or whatever. And um, the uh, if you're going to get rid of a tax, I would either get, get rid of the property tax or get rid of the personal income tax. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I mean, and Terry, Terry White had that yeah. bill to get rid of the property tax, mm -hmm. and the sales tax, like you say, keeps going in. And if you get that in, you, mm -hmm. like you said before, we could sunset it or this or that. But yeah. um, the property tax does not go up, and we have no say whatsoever on that. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I, that's what I mean. I I think over time, uh, you know, we could we could phase out the property tax um, in Montana, and that would make us a very attractive state where. You know, Steve pointed out, you don't own your home. You know, you don't. You, if you don't pay taxes on your property, uh, trust me, the sheriff's going to show up and show you the curb. Either that or they sell, sell your deed. And well, yeah, that's what I They'll sell your, sell your deed to somebody else. But right. like everybody says, you, you don't own your property. No, we all pay lot rent, like it or not. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank all you. right. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right. So I just checked it out here, and since the 22 decision on abortion, yeah, uh, 14 states uh, that are Republican have already to, uh, adopted through state legislation mm -hmm. uh, new abortion rules. There's 10 states that have new rules to be voted on in the next election. Right. So I don't see, you know, I mean, that, you know, 
there are several states that are important. The, uh, the most important is Maryland because it, you know, it, it, this could decide whether Maryland's blue or red, but, you know, New York has, has the legislation to vote on. Arizona as well, mm-hmm. and Arkansas, and Colorado. So th- these are four states where, you're right, it could affect the turnout because there will be on the mm-hmm. ballot, you know, state uh, choice, or, you know, vote, people will vote, you know, their position on the state mm-hmm. uh, position, you know, you know, on abortion. So there you go. Uh, so in, if you look at it from the, the context of, of that, which was my argument, I, again, I don't see it as a national issue anymore, but the abortionists will try to make it that. Well, it's a state issue. It's not a national issue anymore. And that's what I was that's saying. Right. That's, that's what I was say. saying. Yeah. 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 Uh, and if abortion's on the ballot in any of these states, it's going to turn out Democrats, and that state is going to, uh, their, their senator and their representatives are going to be, um, are going to be Democrats. And Biden will be president if he's on the ballot. That's why I just went over. Yeah, I know. know. Which states yeah. have, have know. it on the ballot? Yeah. Well, and there are other states that may be deciding it as well that haven't haven't uh, come forward. Well, yet. a lot of states, a lot of states haven't, particularly yeah. Republican states, red states. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them have control of both their state houses. Yeah. Um, you know, they're. they're mm-hmm. So they pass legislation that they want, yeah. and uh, people can try and get, if they oppose it, they can try and get something on the ballot. Like in Montana, you know, mm-hmm. they, Montana's one of these states, and, you know, you want to change your constitution, so it's on. Yeah. They're trying to get the 50,000 signatures they need mm-hmm. to have it on the ballot. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, we'll find out. Well, Shane, I don't know where it ends, but New York City will launch a $53 million pilot program to hand out prepaid credit cards to migrant families housed in hotels. And the the New York Post, uh, citing city records, reported that 500 uh, migrant families at the Roosevelt Hotel will receive prepaid cards to help them buy food. And the program is intended to replace the current food service provided there. So apparently, I guess they're getting room service at the at the hotel. So, well, there's a bit of a problem with New York in that regard because Visa and Mastercard refused to do that. Um, the only credit card or charge card that's agreed to is American Express. Even yeah. the mayor said that last week. Yeah. So that's an issue because not everyone takes American Express number one. Well, that's true. And you know, you know you, so mm-hmm. it, it the, the the sad reality to this is yeah. their justification with so much poverty that mm-hmm. American citizens are living in that they're giving yeah. money to people that here are in your country illegally and don't have any right to it. Yeah, I, I don't understand how. They come to that decision and and believe that people are well. People don't care. Yeah, they'll still vote for them. They'll still vote for them. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, all the people living in the trailers around Bozeman are wondering, hey, where the where the heck is my prepaid card? Now, I I don't know why I don't know why credit cards would refuse to do this. Uh, I mean, it would be a prepaid card. It wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a credit card with a limit you know it would be prepaid when the thing is up it's up 
Uh, yeah, I understand. So yeah. you you get those either from credit card companies or banks. Yeah. And or Walmart. Uh, well, I guess you could get. get we bought them at Walmart. We bought prepaid uh, master yeah. cards and gave them away at our night uh, with Tom and Shane. A family of four might be provided nearly $1,000 each month or $35 per day for food. And the cards are replenished every 28 days. So uh, as prepaid cards, uh, the government, I guess, uh, New York uh, governor would would, uh, do this. So the New Jersey company Mobility Capital Finance has partnered with the city to run the program. So they're going to be in charge of the cards, I guess. So, Yeah, we had this issue, I think mm-hmm. you'll probably remember, eight years ago when our new prime minister was allowing 45,000 uh, yeah. people from Europe into mm-hmm. Canada, from Syria and Iraq, mm-hmm. and, and uh, mm-hmm. providing what basically, when you add it all up, was like $6,000 a month for a family yeah. of four. Yeah. And... Uh, but uh, within two years, that ended, and the uh, government doesn't do that anymore because mm-hmm. people didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he hasn't brought in any, and he hasn't brought in any more people. He was going to bring in, he was going to, he had, he said he had plans of bringing in over a hundred thousand a year, but mm-hmm. he, he just, it, it never came up, and <laughs> no more were brought in. It's just one of those things. Yeah. But, some people look at this and, yeah, you know, I talked to my sister the other day and she was saying, I would want to come to Canada. It's a socialist country. Well, yeah. Why, why would <laughs> yes. you want to be there? Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, in some ways, <laughs> it sucks. Looking at what's going on in America, Tom, you got to wonder, right? That's it. <laughs> I got to say, I'll put our country up against anybody else for being stupid. From our text line, <laughs> and from, getting away with it. And getting away with it. From our text line, 406-478-8298. Tom, you're so perfect, huh? Uh, well, compared to other radio talk show hosts on Saturday morning, uh, I am as about as perfect uh, as you can get. Uh, a little racist, Shane. I have no idea what Shane said that would be terminated racist. Uh, so, don't know. So, be a little more descriptive in your uh, in your text. That listen to our show orders and yeah. participate, yeah. and need to know that mm-hmm. the Eagle Man, Thomas Eagle Hawk, mm-hmm. you know, he's the producer, he's the host, he, he gets this uh, set up for everyone to be able to enjoy. And you know, he, he, he doesn't have some producer talking to him, he does that's it right. all on his own. So the he runs stops the big board, here. and <laughs> that's right. It, it well, several bucks. Stop Several here. bucks stop here. None of them going into our pockets, of course, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm so thankful that Town Square Media will allow me to use their antiquated equipment here. <laughs> I'm so thankful we live in two countries that we can do this. Well, that's true. Yeah, there you go. You know, we can be sarcastic or insulting or fun or uh-huh. you know, make jokes and comment and Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a remarkable thing because, boy, when you look at the rest of the world, it's pretty desperate. <laughs> Amen. I don't know. So, uh, Let's see. I'm trying to find uh, something from our text line that uh, is uh, is uh, airworthy. 
<laughs> Black women have five times as many abortions as any other race in the United States. Yeah, you're, you you have a better chance of being born or being aborted in New York City than you have of being born. And uh, that's why the uh, Hispanic population has surpassed the black population as the number two or number one minority, I guess, in the United States. So Joe Biden, confuser in chief, a rage of elderly man with poor memory who leads the world. What can I tell you? When you hear that, I know, but when you hear that, it's just a bit overwhelming. At least it is for me. Yeah. Well, if it, if immigration's going to lead you to the border, uh, I've got a website for you, fairus.com, F-A-I-R, like uh, county fair, fairus.com, but dot .org, sorry, fairus.org. Uh, they were they keep a running count. 5,071 people have uh, illegally crossed the border today so far, Shane, and it's not even uh, noon yet. Uh <laughs> At the start of 2023, the net cost of illegal immigration for United States at the federal, state, and local level was at least $150.7 billion. Now, FAIR arrived at this number by subtracting the tax revenue paid by illegals, uh, which is just under $32 billion, from the gross uh, negative uh, economic impact of illegal immigration, which is $182 billion. So, in Illegal immigration costs each American taxpayer $1,156 per year, $957 after factoring in taxes that are paid by illegals. So, so you add it. that to inflation, and that's a pretty nasty number. Yeah. Each illegal alien or U.S.-born child of illegal aliens costs the U.S. $8,776 annually. Evidence shows that tax payments by illegal aliens cover only around a sixth of the costs they create at all levels in this country. And the other thing that I've said, if you want to talk about the economy doing so great under, under Biden— Add a million illegal people to the to the uh, uh, to, to the coffers. Uh, all have to have three meals a day, a place to live, and somewhere, some way, a, a bill crosses a desk uh, of somebody to pay for that. So well, they know they can relieve themselves. So the only real problem they have is where do they sleep? Well, that's it. So well, Roosevelt's Hotel. No problem. Yeah, there you go, buddy. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Yeah, it's less. Um, I heard this morning Marco Rubio said, you know, when they got the bill or the border thing from Schumer, 380 pages or whatever. Yeah. It was, he was saying, you don't need that. You could have a, a bill that's you know five or ten pages long, yeah, and just cover the things that you need to cover. So, <laughs> uh, you know, and now they're complaining that you know our guy won't bring it up when they've had ours since May sitting on Schumer's desk. So now they're our speakers not bringing theirs up for obvious reasons. And I'm just wondering if if there's a class or somebody that could teach all these so-called politicians, some common sense. 
it, it just seems that it has totally left the planet on, on this, especially the border. I mean, this, mm-hmm. it's absolutely a no-brainer. Uh, it, it just baffles me beyond any, any normal person's thinking that they will let millions and millions and millions of people. And here we are just four months into the year, and we already hit a million. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I just uh, shake my head. And I'm old school. I'm very old and Vietnam veteran. And this just drives me crazy. It's yeah. just nuts that they let. It's like kids, a yeah. bunch of kids up there arguing over the basketball. And if you don't like it, <laughs> I'm going to take it and leave and you can just be on your own. It's, it, it's no different. They're, 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 only word that they understand is can't. Yeah. We can't do that. I mean, we grew up, Tom and, and your friend, mm-hmm. there's no such word as can't. You you can do anything if you want to. Yep. Period. That's I it. mean, otherwise people <laughs> would be back with clubs and walking the you know, ground, you know, like the Neanderthals. There's no such word as can't. So it, it's just amazing. That's their excuse for everything. But well, we can't do this because, you know, this and this and this. You know, it's just unbelievable. I don't even know why we have a, a Senate or a Congress or a president or any. Let's go back to the – they were only – the federal government was only put together for about five reasons. Number one, the military, take care of it. Uh, you know, the, the uh, taxes mm-hmm. and print money and protect our borders. And that's it. <laughs> there you go. And now look at now look at them, my gosh. They they're the largest employer in the country by you know two point two million. Yeah, most of the jobs that have been created are government jobs. So. Yeah, that's the ones that he keeps touting are <laughs> yeah. so wonderful. I'm so good. I'm so good. <laughs> yeah, and then they it's just amazing. We don't, we probably don't even need half of those. Yeah, because they're the ones that are coming out and. Well, don't they always out. send home uh, uh, unessential personnel whenever they have a shutdown or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they're not essential on uh, during yeah. that time, how how are they essential the rest of the time? Yeah, that's right. There, not many of them are essential at all. Cause, all right. You know, if they just do what they, you know, the original founders set the government up to do, you know. We'd be probably better off in our lives and get them out of our. <laughs> there you go. All right, man. Thanks for the call. All right. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, sorry, caller. I don't have enough time for you. Unfortunately, I got to let Shane say goodbye. Shane. I will indeed. Thank you, my best friend forever, Thomas. It's a great uh, privilege to sit and talk with you and all of our listeners. Thank you, everyone, for the phone calls, texts, and and listening into us, uh, as I always say, be happy, be safe. Great place to be in America and Canada right now. Live for the moment and live to work because you want to be happy with what you do to support your family or just yourself. Right. So everyone have a great weekend. Have a great Valentine's Day. And Thomas, yep. we will speak again next Saturday. All right, man. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. All right, Super Bowl weekend. Go Chiefs. Go uh, 49ers, uh, whoever you like. And uh, Shane and I will return next week, as he so eloquently said. And I am out of here.